Hold on to your hats. Prepare to have your minds blown. Here we go. All right, folks, for this part of the show today, we're going to be interviewing attorney Thomas Renz. He's at Renz Law. That's R-E-N-Z dash law dot com. And Thomas Renz is, uh, where, where to begin? Uh, he is a powerhouse of legal fortitude and data gathering and knowledge. And he has been on the front lines of this fight almost from day one, helping to protect people's health freedom and get the truth out about what's going on with these mandates and the coercion and all the nonsense that now is finally being, you know, exposed and known for what it is. So, Thomas, um, it's an honor, sir, to have you with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, the, the honor is all mine, Mike. I, it's such a wonderful thing to call you a friend. Uh, I just I can't say enough good about the work you do. Well, uh, look, I was going to say the same about you. You're, you're just doing extraordinary things. Uh, how about this? I've got some questions for you, but I'd like to ask you, what are some big highlights of what is coming across your desk or your clients right now? Like, what are the big hits? Well, the biggest thing that's about to hit is we're getting ready to drop some major, major bombs. And, uh, you know, we are coming out. We've got everything. We've got all the evidence we need to say this. And uh, we're going to show you, everybody on this planet, how Anthony Fauci funded the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in a lab in Wuhan, China. We're going to go through all the details. We're going to answer the questions about gain of function. And, uh, we're going to, uh, we're going to shed the light of truth in some very dark places on our government because we've now got the evidence. We've got witnesses. We've been building this all summer long. And, uh, I want to thank Make Americans Free again for all their work and sponsorship on it and, uh, all the assistance that they've given us. And, uh, I think it's going to be pretty monumental. And I think that people are going to have to ask themselves. Uh, if they've lied about this, what else have they lied about? And the answer is everything, of course. But so uh, I think it's going to be big. Well, your timing couldn't be better because, as as people know, Fauci has tendered his uh, resignation for December. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like he's trying to scoot out of town, maybe set up a, a Bitcoin account in a island somewhere where he can't be found. And yeah. But he's trying to scoot out of town before he can be investigated. But you have now members of Congress and senators even calling for investigations into Fauci. So do you think that that's actually going to happen? Is there going to be traction there next year? Uh, well, I'll tell you this, Mike. Um, we're working behind the scenes in a lot of fronts. And we've been – I don't know if you've noticed, we've been a little quiet over the summer. Yeah. And the reason for that is is that I've been around the clock on this. Uh, it is an, it has been an immense amount of investigation and uh, knowledge gathering and just really, you know, getting ourselves ready to go on this. And it's been very, very busy. So I think that, you know, I agree with you totally. Fauci's come, uh, go, trying to go away. They're, they're trying to hide him somewhere because he knows where the bodies are buried. So you can be assured he's going to be getting a good cushy paycheck from someone for the rest of his life to stay quiet. Because, yeah, I mean, the guy tortures puppies. It's not like there's honor amongst thieves. Um, you know, so so that's what I think is going on. I don't think it's going to work. I think, I mean, Mike, I mean, think about what we've lived through for the last three years. You know, you and I have been, have been fighting this uh, together a lot of time. Three years, masks testing with tests that don't work, injections that are killing people by the millions. 
I mean, thing after thing after thing. I don't think the people are going to this world are going to be okay with letting him just uh, slither away and hide somewhere, especially as we come out and especially as we start breaking this this additional level of truth. Well, well Thomas, I I think I speak for our listening audience here today when I say that we should uh, uh, indict Merrick Garland and make you attorney general because we would <laughs> if if Thomas Renz is attorney general in the DOJ, then we'd actually get prosecutions of some of these criminals now. Uh, Mary Holland with Children's Health Defense, I believe she's an attorney. Uh, She uh, came out yesterday and said that it's time to prosecute everyone who has violated the Nuremberg Code, that they must all be prosecuted for their crimes against humanity. It was a very forceful type of speech, and that's associated with Children's Health Defense and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and so on. I, I was moved by the fact that, you know, I haven't seen CHD speak so forcefully about this issue, nor have I seen members of of Congress speak as forcefully as they have recently. And even uh, pundit Dan Bongino came out and said that taking the vaccine was the worst mistake of his life. Do do you feel, Thomas, that the the tide is really turning rapidly right now? Yes, it is. So I, I just, Mike, you know, there's so many things. So about going back about a month and a half, two months ago, uh, we came out and we reported that I was working with Dr. Andrew Huff. Dr. Huff worked at Eco Health Alliance during the years where SARS-CoV-2 was, where they're doing this gain-of-function work in Wuhan, right? Right. And uh, I came out and had him on my show here on Brighteon, actually. That's where we, we announced it. And interestingly enough, within a week to two weeks of us doing that show, the guy who uh, who ran the Lancet, who was on the COVID committee, what's his name, uh, Sachs, he, he, within two weeks, he and several other people started saying, you know, I wonder if there might be some credibility to this lab leak thing. <laughs> yeah, it's because they knew what we were doing. They know where we're going. The cat is out of the bag. The truth is coming out. The greatest fraud in the history of mankind is about to be exposed, and it's going to be followed by by a true recognition of the depth of this fraud. It's not just that they created it in the lab. It's not just that it the the response was bad. It's not just that the jabs were poison. It's not just that they covered up the hospital deaths. It's all of these things. It's all part of the same thing. This was the biggest wealth transfer in history. Billionaires made so much more off of this while the people of the world suffered. This was this is an absolute outright war on humanity, and there have to be war crimes. There have to be tribunals. These people have to be held accountable. And I'll tell you what, I think the odds of me ever being an AG are somewhere between zero and none. But I can tell you one thing. If I was, there'd be a lot of heads rolling. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, uh, things can change quite rapidly, and there is uh, reason to believe in some good news coming, but maybe we'll get to that in a bit. What do you make of Walensky of the CDC uh, recently, just in the last week, admitting that the CDC utterly failed, failed at transparency, failed at being based on science, uh, basically saying, oh, we're the CDC, we completely failed, we need to fix all our mistakes, so please give us more money and more power so we can be more effective next time. Um, (laughs) What's your take on that? Uh, I mean, this is this is abject panic right now. You know, you have the greatest fraud in the history of humanity that's occurred. 
and these people do not know what to do with it. I mean, they're, they're, they're being called out on it. They know it's coming out. They know what's happening. They know the walls are crumbling. And so, you know, the, this is the one great thing about being a person who tries. Yeah, we're all failed as Christians, but we try. The nice thing about that is that means that we all try and treat each other with respect and love and dignity and things like that. See, this, these godless heathens that are running this, we're out there proud of their atheism. These people, there's no honor amongst thieves. There's never been honor amongst thieves. There's never been loyalty amongst these people. So as soon as they see the walls crumbling, the loyalty was never been, uh, built on true loyalty. You know, Mike, it, I'd have your back. Someone's screwing with you, I'd have your back, right? That's that's what friends and decent people do. That's not what you get with these guys. These guys only had each other's backs insofar as it was good to promote themselves. So this is why why good always ends up triumphing over evil, because evil never can, can work. You can't work with others, you know, if you don't have a moral code. So what's happening now, if we look at the federal government, you look at Wolinsky, you look at Burks, you look at these people, they are all trying to throw each other under the bus because they know what's happening. They see yeah. the writing on the wall. It's panic. It's it's being mishandled. Uh, but here's the thing. Meanwhile, how many people are dying from these jabs? And the one thing we can never lose sight of is – while we're seeing ourselves succeed, while we're seeing this movement grow the way that we always wanted it to grow, while we're seeing the light of truth shine, every day that goes by, more people are dying from these death jabs. That's right. And if you notice, they haven't pulled those yet. They're doing everything they can to protect it. Don't Now, we we are acutely aware of that, and don't for a second think that we've lost sight of it. We're going to deal with that. but. We we have to do – we had to hit them from another angle. We had to hit them from another direction. Um, and I think this has really thrown them off. And I'm really proud of the work that we're doing. For whatever – you know, for uh, to me, God has guided us into uh, into the right, the right path so many times, even when we didn't even know where we were going. You know, it, it just – I think that – I think it's really causing trouble for them. And by the way, you have a show on Brighton.tv, our, our network. Uh, can you remind us what uh, day and time slot that show is? Tuesdays mornings at 1130. Uh, we just did it today. And it is Tuesday, isn't it? Boy, it's been a long day. Maybe it's it's late night, Tuesday night yeah. <laughs> at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did it today. Uh, I, I got to celebrate with my, my audience uh, the collective champagne bottle pop that we heard all over the country yesterday uh, when, when Fauci announced he was resigning. And you know what, Mike? I don't want to lose sight of this. You know, when I started fighting this fight, I cannot tell you how many times people said, you will never see the day Anthony Fauci leaves the government until he dies of old age. <laughs> right. And, you know, listen, I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm a nobody in Ohio. I can't say that I I can't take credit for what's going on, but I'll tell you what, I'm still standing, I'm still fighting, he's going away. At the end of the day, I'm going to still be standing, I'm still going to be fighting, and all these guys are going to go away because I'm too stupid to stop. And, you know, uh, if nothing else, I'm going to win by default because they'll get tired before I do.
<laughs> well said. I love it. Yeah, Fauci is not only going away. I think Fauci is going down, but that, that's going to take some time to uncover all of that. Now, next topic for you here. Uh, we had the Epoch Times reporting on a German research team of 60 scientists. They said they've analyzed numerous COVID vaccines from all the top companies, and they released the findings of what they found. In the vaccines, they found uh, cesium, barium, chromium, titanium, aluminum, silicon, sulfur, and other elements. Now, as that came out, I was just releasing similar lab results from my own laboratory, ICPMS analysis, mass spec. We analyzed uh, three vaccines from the top three companies. And what we found, Thomas, and I want your comments on this, we found trace amounts of chromium, manganese, nickel, copper, arsenic, strontium, molybdenum, cadmium, lead, and uranium in these vaccines. Uh Yes. So these are industrial metals, and it's not just me saying it now. It's this German group as well. This uh, They're called the Working Group for COVID Vaccine Analysis. So what's your take on this, Thomas? The, the composition of these vaccines uh, seems incredibly unsafe just from the start. Well, so for the listeners here, I just want to tell you all, I've been down to Mike's facility. When Mike says he's got – he's not joking. So, you know, I – yeah, I – you tell me you did that analysis. I trust you. I trust everything you say on it. Um, you know, here's the thing. Nothing about this makes sense. I talked to, uh, what's his name? Richard, um, the, the embalmer who's been uh, speaking out Hirschman. about the plots. Yeah. 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 I spoke to him, uh, the other day. You know, I mean, this stuff that's happening, this is not natural. This is not normal. Here's the thing. We, there is no reason that no one's looked into this. I mean, we've got plenty of evidence. And here's the thing. If I'm Pfizer, if I'm Moderna, and I've got trillions of dollars riding on this, if my product truly is safe and truly is effective and truly is not causing these clocks, I'm not only going to gonna support guys like you doing the research, I'm going to invite them to use my lab equipment to do it. Because you don't hide something unless you got something to hide. But everything about this is hidden. It's always behind the scenes, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and all they do is they're, they drive stuff that's conspiracy theory. Sometimes that conspiracy theory ends up being correct. And, you know, I'll be interested at the end of the day to find out how many of these things that we've suspected go from conspiracy theory to conspiracy fact. And, uh, you well, know. Well, I can. I can tell you on these lab results, this is 100% fact. Uh, you know, we're, we're ISO accredited. We're inspected. Yeah. We're audited. Uh, the standard is 17025, which is international. We use multiple mass spec instruments and we actually were just audited less than a month ago and we have to pass proficiency tests, which are blind tests where they send us samples and we have to test it, send them back our report of the elements and what the concentrations were. And we passed this last test so close to exact, it was startling. And we use external standards for all these elements. So we're talking like plus or minus maybe 4% accuracy on these, which is nothing in the world of lab. Like for for chromatography, you can do plus or minus 40% and still pass FDA, by the way. So we're talking about way more accuracy. These metals are in the vaccines. Yeah. And it's shocking to me because they say it only contains mRNA with polyethylene glycol, 
And you think, yeah. well, the rest should just be saline solution, but it isn't. There's something else in there. No, we and you know, I mean, listen, we've suspected this for a long time. Uh, I've got everything, but uh, you know, put but uh, an official. I mean, we we don't even have an official analysis. Look what you. I mean, you just did one, right? Um, you know, these things. There's something going on, but you don't hide everything unless you've got something to hide. Why yeah. would you? You got to ask yourself. Why would these guys risk their careers, their lives, everything that they're risking to force people to take something that's going to kill them, that's not going to do anything good? I mean, listen, this cannot be about uh, money, right? If this is about money, you don't make a product that's going to kill so many people that's so dangerous. I mean, that doesn't work out. This comes back on them if it's about money. So this isn't about money. There's something else going on. Now, I can't prove what it is, but I don't need to to know this. It can't be about money because everything that they're doing is bad in terms of business practices. I mean, you don't you don't poison your customers. That, that's a terrible business practice. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, yeah. So there's something else at, at work here. So let me bring your attention to this. Um, investment guru Ed Dowd brought yeah. this to our attention. The SOA Research Institute uh, has they released a group life COVID-19 mortality survey report. And if you go through this and you look at the tables of the data, uh, the excess mortality is it's absolutely astonishing. Uh, for example, in Q3 of 2021, the excess mortality was uh, 217% in the age group of 35 to 44. Now, in that number, by the way, I think they mean the excess is 117%. So I, I think these numbers, if they say 100%, that's baseline. So 217% means more than double the normal deaths. Have you – I mean, and, and there's almost – there's more than double in the age group of 45 to 54, almost double in 25 to 34 – and lower numbers in other age groups. But if we're talking about doubling of deaths in life insurance payouts in some of these categories, is that's alarming beyond belief. So I'll tell you what i got to do. I've got to get you the presentation I just did this weekend. Okay. Uh, or last weekend. So we uh, – and interestingly enough, I was at the reawakening tour, and uh, just before I went on stage, 15 minutes before I went on stage, the feed got cut. Shocking, right? Well, right. here, let me tell you what I have. Uh, I had a whistleblower gave me the Social Security Administration's death master file. And so, you know, Fauci can say, well, we, di we didn't have access to these insurance companies. We didn't know. He cannot say they didn't have the death master file. And <laughs> right. he also can't say they weren't looking at it because no one is that incompetent. Well, let me tell you what the master file shows. You know, everybody talks about the, the crisis, the big death spike that occurred at the beginning of 2020 when COVID emerged. And, uh, you know, everybody was dying. We had to declare an emergency and shut down everything, right? There were two spikes that absolutely dwarf that. And those two spikes coincide first with the initial release of the jab when they were poisoning everyone in the nursing homes with it. And then again, when the mandates came out and all the kids had to take it to go back to school. The death numbers for both of those spikes dwarf what we see 
when uh, when COVID emerged. Yeah. Further, further is if that's not enough, we pulled Medicare Medicaid numbers to 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 look at this. That spike that occurred when COVID first emerged almost is almost identical to the decrease in inpatient patient hospital care, which means that a good portion of those people, now I'm not a COVID denier. I, I know COVID's real. I know people have died from it. But a good portion of those people that died in that initial spike died because they weren't getting care in the hospital. We've got the numbers that prove this. I've got it all in the presentation. I'll, I'll send you the presentation to publicize. This is damning beyond words. We also have from this, you can look at the chart. There was no pandemic for people who were under 18 years old until the jab came out. Right. Then they started dying. These numbers are indisputable. They're incomprehensible. And basically, you know, you would think that 2021 over 2020, you'd see a huge drop off in deaths because, you know, uh, You've got natural immunity. You've got this great jab that's going to save everybody. You got all these things happening. Actually, for every single month except for July of 2021, deaths were up by a huge amount, sometimes over 30, 40%. Right. Uh, it's an undeniable trend, and it shows that not only are the vaccines not working, but they were killing people. I mean, that's unless there's some other alternate explanation of something that was happening in the world to everybody at the same time around, yeah. around that time. Yeah. But there isn't, hot. it's, it's, it's all vaccines. That's what's yeah. extraordinary. All right. So we've only got a couple of minutes left here. Um, what else do you want to remind our audience of here or tease about what's coming up? I want you guys to pay attention. Things are going to be shaken when we bring out this stuff uh, uh, with Fauci. I mean, listen, they created this in a lab. They created it so that they could force force this care. It's snake oil salesman, right? You create the disease, you create the cure. In this case, the, the cure was worse than the disease, and the disease was all about driving the cure. I think we're going to get there, and I'm going to tease you with this. Mike, do you think that our intelligence community in this country and the DOD would be unaware if we were transferring the technology for this genetic modification, these gene therapies, to a lab in China, an avowed enemy of the United States, do you think that our DOD and, and uh, intelligence community wasn't aware that we were doing that while we were creating this no, in the they, lab? they had to know. They did know, and we're going to have some major, major stuff on that. And uh, we're going to be shining some real light of truth in some real dark places, and well, uh, the swamp's deeper than we knew. Okay, so one other question is, if they know this is coming out, they're going to be desperate to try to cover it up, desperate yeah. to cause chaos or desperate to start World War III or nuclear terrorism or, I don't know, grid down cyber attacks, whatever. Do you think you're going to be successful at getting this out before they collapse the system? I I plan on it. <laughs> uh, I plan on it. I'm going to tell you my – well – it's coming real quick. We're we're within, I would say, a week or so of really dropping some of the major bombs. Okay. And, uh, you know, they're going to have this out there. They're going to have to be accountable. And, you know, what I want to know is uh, as we as we start, you know, talking about this and really laying out the whole big picture, 
I want to know, you know, what these elected officials are going to do to take a stand on this. And I don't mean hearings. I mean accountability. I want to know what we're going to do to ensure that people like Anthony Fauci spend the rest of their life in jail or worse. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the state AGs and state people who've been sitting there with their finger in their rears, getting off their butts and doing something with this. We need people. We need leadership. We need people who are willing to stand. Our nation and our world has been attacked, and it's time that we stand up. All right. Well said. I completely agree with you, and I think our audience would like to see Fauci um, imprisoned in the monkeypox wing of the penitentiary. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see what happens there. But I want to thank you for joining us, and also I want to give out your website, Renz R E N Z dash Law. Dot com that people want to follow your work and also to check out your show. You said 1130 Eastern on Tuesdays on Brighttown.tv. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. You got it. Thank you so much, Thomas. Uh, have a great evening. Sorry to keep you up so late, but I appreciate you joining us. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Mike. All right. Thank you. Take care now. A global reset is coming, and that's why I've recorded a new nine-hour audio book it's called the Global Reset Survival Guide. You can download it for free by subscribing to the naturalnews.com email newsletter, which is also free. I'll describe how the monetary system fails. I also cover emergency medicine and first aid and what to buy to help you avoid infections. So download this guide. It's free. It's my gift to you simply because I want like-minded people to survive. 